The reading is Mark 10, 35-45, and can be found on pages 1015 in the Red Bibles. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit on my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong for those who, for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles' Lord is it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not, not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life for a ransom for money. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So Jesus is uh, teaching them and talking to them about power. We're going to think about those two things uh, that he talks to them about, and we're calling them to the first, check your power, and the second, channel your power. So the first of those, which we've kind of begun to think about, check your power. What does that mean? It means to recognize, to see what power you do actually have. Now, remember James and John, so we need to get James and John back up for a moment. Here we go. They're going to come and join us, the two disciples, um, and they had this question, here they were, and they had this question asking if they could sit in particular places. Uh, And what that question was really about, in those days, if where you sat showed how important you were, it showed how much power you have. So they asked to sit on Jesus' right and his left-hand side, meaning close to Jesus, meaning saying, we want to have places of importance. We want to have power. We want to be seen to have power. So here we are. And Jesus, in response to that, he asks them a couple of questions, which we'll come back to in just a bit. Uh, but the other disciples... They heard about it, so we, uh, we need them as well. They're going to they're come and join us. There they are. <laughs> the other disciples were there, and you might have noticed that when they heard what James and John wanted, well, they were really, really annoyed. So how dare you uh, ask for this? Uh, who do you think you are? What kind of right or claim are you trying to make? And I wonder what you thought Jesus might say at this point, when they were voicing their outrage. I wonder if you, what you thought Jesus might say. So we might expect Jesus to agree with the other disciples and to say, you know, it isn't good to have power. You should give up the power you have. We might expect Jesus to say, James and John were wrong to ask. That was very bad. But he doesn't. This is what he says in verse 42 and 43. You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. 
Now, the Gentiles are those who weren't God's people at the time. And Jesus is saying, do you know what? Yes, people do have power. And some people use their power really badly. They lord it over others. That means they want to control others and force them to do what they want. You disciples are not to do that. But you will have power... But you are to use your power differently. Now, this might surprise us because what Jesus is saying is you need to recognize the power that you have. You need to think about it. You need to check it. And that brings us to the next thing that Jesus is saying. So we'll let you guys sit down. So having said to them that they do have power, but they're to think, they're to recognize and to see that, he then says that they are to channel that power. They're to think about how they use it and that that's uh, what they, they need to do next. So as we recognize the power that we have, and we'll, we'll think about this as we go through this morning, it's about how we then channel and use the power that we have. Now, you remember the scenarios that we talked about earlier about you know, playing hide and seek or whether you can reach a top shelf or not. Hopefully, as you chatted, you might have thought, well, there are situations in which somebody has more power than another. They do, there is a, you can recognize that sort of thing. And that might come through our age. Uh, it might come through our height or our strength uh, or our gender or our family background. It might come through our wealth, the amount of money that we have. It might come through our job or our nationality, all sorts of things that uh, might make up that. Do you know, in general, I do, I joked about uh, lifting supermarket shelves, but in general, I, there is quite a lot of me that re- sort of relies on the fact that I am tall um, in life. And then it does give you, it kind of makes me think I have a certain amount of kind of power in life. It's a, it's a funny thing, just kind of comes that way. Um, and as we check as we recognize the power that we have, as we work that out. Jesus is saying to the disciples, he's saying to us, think about how you use it. Think about um, what you are doing with it. And to not lord it over others. To not lord it over others. Now, over the past few weeks, uh, we've been thinking about Saul. And one of the reasons why we landed on, on reflecting on this today is because we've seen in Saul somebody, uh, the people wanted a king. They wanted a king like the other nations had. They wanted a king who was strong, who was powerful, who was going to demonstrate that power in certain ways. And we've seen through this term, haven't we, it's not been going well for Saul. He actually hasn't been using the power that he was given in very good ways. And it has caused um, some difficulty. And we've seen that Saul hasn't done that. He hasn't served others or served God with the power that he's been given. But we're going to think about Jesus, who was a very different kind of king. So Jesus, if you can come back and join us. (laughs) He is a perfect example in how he used his power. He came down from the glories of heaven. He could have come and showed his power to everyone he met, being born in a palace, raised in splendor, demanding praise and recognition from all. And yet he didn't do any of that. He was born and laid in a manger. He worked as a carpenter. He traveled around with his friends with no place to call his home. He healed people. He spent time with those who were considered unclean or weren't thought of as important in society. And then he went to the cross. With the power that he had, he chose to give his life to save ours. He used his power for others. And when James and John were asking to sit at his right and left side, Jesus asked them, Can you drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with? 
They may sound like strange questions to ask, but these were things that Jesus was going to have to suffer and go through. He knew that he was going to suffer and die for his people. Jesus had power, but it didn't make things easy for him because he would use his power to serve others. So when James and John were asking uh, those uh, questions, asking for the the place of power, the place of honour and position, um, Jesus is saying to them, are you sure? It's not going to be easy if you want to hold that kind of power. Are you sure you are ready for it? He says to them, verses 43 and 44 and 45, he says, not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus used that power that he had to serve others, to give his life so that we might live. He's the Son of Man who came to lay down his life for others. So, Jesus, thank you very much for being with us. <laughs> um, and we want to think a little bit about what that means um, for us and to try and kind of make that uh, real and practical for us. So thinking about some of those ways in which you might naturally have power or the ways in which God has given you power, whether it's your age, your height, your strength, your gender, family, wealth, uh, your job, nationality, whatever it might be, how can we channel the power that we do have uh, when we've recognised that we do have it. And we were thinking about some practical ways that this might happen, so, um, and we'll get us thinking about this in just a moment. But here are some, some very tangible examples. So uh, this one, uh, if you are a man here this morning, uh, if you're a man here this morning, I wonder if you consider the power that you have. For example, when you go out walking at night, this has been in the news over recent months, if you're a man walking at night, I don't know if you consider the, the, the power that you have either to make people feel safe or unsafe at different times. This actually happened to you recently, Sarah. Yeah, last week I was walking in the dark down a a road and there was a man behind me and as I turned, he turned too and he said, I just want to let you know I'm going the same way as you, I'm not following you. And it was really helpful Mm. because he acknowledged his presence, he acknowledged he was there, so I I felt safer Mm. knowing that he'd kind of recognised that and recognised that he potentially had more power over me. Mm. Uh, But it's not just that. There are lots of other things, aren't there? So if you have money... Thinking about that, that gives us power. How do you use that power to support, to bless, to finance and develop initiatives that help other people? Or, for example, if you have a family, uh, I wonder, do you consider that you might be able to use that power to love and include others who perhaps don't have family with them or don't have a family at this point? If you manage people in your work, think about how you are uniquely placed to help people to flourish who are working with you. Um, If you're uh, at school in a a club or a college or a sports club, perhaps, um, and imagine you're a regular there and somebody new arrives, I wonder if you realise how much power you have at that point for somebody coming in. You can either include them or exclude them in what happens next at that point. You hold an awful lot of power. If you're the sort of regular member of a club or a sports group or something like that. Uh, If you are a regular here today, uh, and think about the power you have after the service. As you go through, if you see somebody perhaps who's new or standing by themselves, the power that you have to be able to welcome them and help them to feel feel part of our church community. If you were born uh, here in the UK, it's a really interesting one given the news um, at the moment, do you realise what power you have over uh, and for those who perhaps arrive from other cultures and other um, countries? who may not know the culture and the way in which uh, things happen here in the UK. If you're somebody who is born here, you may have considerable power uh, over those uh, who uh, don't have it. 
Jesus is saying that we all have ways that we cannot lord it over other people, but we need to think about our power and think, how do we use that to love, to encourage, and to build others up? Jesus wants us to check our power, and he wants us to channel it well to serve others. Why don't we pray for a moment just at this point. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for the reminder that we have. Actually, you, you speak to the disciples, you remind them of the power that they will have, and then how they are not to lord it over others. So we pray that we might reflect uh, on what you have given us, uh, the places that you've put us in, and actually the things that you have gifted us that enable us to have power. Lord, might we reflect on those, might we think about how we can channel and use them for the good of others around us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.